1: Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Well, Trump came out and clarified something that I've talked a lot about here on the show has really caused me a lot of concern, so I want to let you know. Trump uh, came out, he is vowing to block any Federal Reserve effort to launch digital currency. He calls it tyranny.
2: Yeah, well, he's right about that.
1: Yeah, and and he absolutely is right about that. And this uh, is one of the two big things that scares me to death about Donald Trump Um, He hadn't said anything really about it before this definitive. The the problem with Trump is the reason we're about to get digital currency in 2024, because that's when it's on, you know, on schedule for, is because it started under the Trump administration. And I pointed this out many times on Battleground, very confused as to why Trump wouldn't stop it. There's a system that it runs on. It's called FedNow. That is basically the baseline digital system. And FedNow was launched by Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell was Trump's Federal Reserve chairman. And when the Wall Street Journal announced, hey, FedNow is going to start running, the banks began freaking out um, because it could put them out of business uh, if it went all the way. But they were also saying, why do we need this? I mean, trans transactions are already digital.
2: Yes, and have been so for a long time.
1: Right. So the only real dif- difference with this is it would be a government system mm-hmm. instead of a private bank system. Right. And you would l- lose your anonymity. Yeah. Right. So they can track everything you buy. And we can see the danger this week of that because now we find out they're keeping lists. They're forcing banks to track our purchase of Bibles and guns and anything with the word, ironically, Trump or MAGA in it. So I never understood why Trump built this system. It came from him and i kept waiting for him to wake up and figure it out well i you know he has this history of appointing very 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 bad people who hate us a whole lot yeah. and then turning them loose and it, it was a weird thing under the trump administration because jerome powell did this and a lot of people going to text me saying well trump made a mistake and he's confused or maybe he didn't know powell was doing it but here's the problem two other people who are Trump appointees, were working on it, too. Steve Mnuchin was working on it, according to CNBC. And so was Jared Kushner, Hmm. his son-in-law. So that's three. And we are, if we get it in 24, it will be because of Trump. And I hate that, but that's the case. It is indisputable. The worst abuses have come out of Trump's administration. They started there and Biden continued them. Now, here's the thing, and people, I got to clarify this when I talk about it because it causes a lot of confusion. People say, but but, but a lot of countries are going to central bank digital currency will be left behind. No, we can have central bank digital currency and ours can talk to theirs all day long, but we can keep ours anonymous just like the system is now. So it's not the central bank digital currency itself. It's whether we build a system, whether you are anonymous. And that is why uh, the summer before last, it was such a big deal when Jerome Powell came out and announced um, in this really creepy press conference, hey, I could make it anonymous, but we're not going to. You're, you're going to need the digital ID if you want to transact, the digital ID Nikki Haley wants you to have. You're going to need all of this. In other words, we're going to track you. And he was really clear on we need to track you. I, I don't know why, but we do. So again, Jerome Powell was Trump's Federal Reserve chairman. So bad Joe Biden kept him. And we got two other Trumpsters uh, who also pioneered the Now system. It's a horror But I'm very, one of the things I've been very afraid of is Trump gets elected. He's a lame duck president. He's got four years. Somebody comes in and says, hey, we want the central bank digital currency. and He just gives it to him and we're done. I mean, it's as bad as a Democrat winning. So for him coming out and being on the record that he's going to stop it, never mind that he started it. Good. Uh, That's, that makes me feel better about one of these things. It's been one of my blocks where I really broke up with Trump, where I'm like, damn, you know, there's nothing worse here a Democrat could have done. At least he's now saying he's going to block the digital currency system that he started.
2: You know, this is analogous to actually nationalizing the U.S. banking system. Yes. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're you're basically taking private enterprise out of it and forcing everyone to use a single government bank.
1: um yes it is and and again you can see the pieces of the system already coming into place it's like that is why we learned this week they're tracking us they're already tracking our purchases why because they want to have a good database of who's a trump supporter for when this comes online and folks um the the schedule right now according to wall street journal is end of 2024 early 2025 the central bank digital currency goes live and, and and the reason they're able to do that that fast is because this started under Trump, because the Fed now system was built under Trump. And I never understood. And he never would address it either when he was in office, which told me he knew what he was doing. He knew he wasn't just confused and stumbling around in the dark and didn't know what his administration was doing as has happened so much. I think he knew. I think this is a reversal for him or he have said something. When you say three people are working on this under Trump, come on. And one of them is a member of his own family. You think they didn't talk about that? They did. And then you look at how Mnuchin and Kushner were doing this. They were sneaking around behind our backs. The only reason we know it is because of a FOIA request and we now have their emails. So shame on Trump for putting this on us. We may never get it on us, off of us. But if he wins, he's at least calling it tyranny now and he's vowing to stop it. That makes me feel a little better. Not a lot, but a yeah, little better. Well. And look, my objections to Trump in the final years of the administration are as a conservative. I am coming from the right. I am not a rhino because I don't want to be a slave to the government and have them monitor me under right, the system right. Trump created. Because he did. Uh, there is no way around that. That is fact. But he is saying he's going to rip it down. And that's good. That's good.
2: Yeah. Well, Got to get him in there first.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
2: Not so sure that anybody else that will show up on the GOP ticket um, may may do that. And, and that's no. a concern. And, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, OK, you've got one central I mean, what what this effectively would be would be one central bank. Yeah. Uh, All-powerful. And, and exactly. And then think about, gee, if I want to borrow money to buy a vehicle, wow, here's your rate if you buy an electric vehicle, and here's your rate if you buy a pickup truck or an internal combustion engine truck or, or, or vehicle, or I want to buy a house, here's your rate if you buy a tiny house and put it in the right neighborhood. Oh, here's what it's going to be if you want to build a uh, McMansion out in the uh, in the hinterlands, uh, out in Anderson County or, or wherever, where I live.
1: And we already have the international banking Mm -hmm. system bragging, Uh we're going to put limits on how much meat you can buy. We're going to put limits on, you know, appliances, all of it. And it'll run off the FedNow system with the central bank digital currency running on it. We should be
2: always looking for opportunities for individual, for the individual to decide what to do with their own property and their own money and their own sovereignty. That's what we should always be watching out for. Well, I don't care whether it's a Democrat or Republican and independent, whatever they are. Look at what the consequences of that action and those policies are. If there's going to be an impingement of your civil rights, of your financial rights, of your property rights, we need to walk away.
1: We do. um, And if we're going to walk away, I mean, and again, I I feel like I've explained myself because a lot of people don't understand why back Ron DeSantis. And there were two main reasons. One of them was he is the only governor and the only legislature to ban central bank digital currency yep. in his state. It is illegal. It is a crime to use it if you're a financial institution. So he stood in the breach, said to Trump, Oh, hell no. And they said no. So, I mean, we may all be living there if Trump loses. Because the problem is, all this was set in motion starting back in 2018, and 2019. If we lose this election, we will get central bank digital mm-hmm. currency because. Congress could stop it, yes, but we would have to control both houses with a veto-proof majority because Joe Biden or whoever the Democrat is isn't going to stop it. It's total control. And this is why this weekly, this is why they're going to all the trouble to start keeping lists, lists of who buys Bibles, lists of who is MAGA, lists of who retweeted Trump. And this is why the Justice Department used secret warrants to get those lists of who retweeted Trump and, you know, liked his post or whatever from Elon Musk. They this is for the list for the central bank digital currency that is coming in 25. That is what they are doing. We have one chance to stop it one chance and that's why I back Ron DeSantis and look I'm going to back Trump um, if he is the nominee um, on election day I, I'll do that um, but this is how we got here but I felt like since I have hit Trump so hard for so many times yeah. when he gets it right I have to let you know and he did he just he just said he's going to do this hope he actually goes through it instead of bringing Kushner and Mnuchin back to stab us in the back again but uh, and Powell so but he spoke very strongly about it called it tyranny so that's good
2: I just wish that I had more confidence about the GOP to get a presidential candidate across the finish line through the Electoral College in November. That is my greatest fear. I just I don't see the leadership in the National Republican Party to get it done, Um, no matter who the candidate is. Um, You know, we have we've been here so many times where we've seen, gosh, you know, the Democrats have screwed things up. Uh, You know, this looks bad. This looks bad. That looks bad. Boy, there's all kinds of reasons not to vote Democrat. And then what happens? They win anyway. And, and I, I still think that part of that is because the leadership of the Republican National Committee does not do a good enough job communicating to the public. Of course, I, I know that we've got headwinds. I know we're swimming upstream because of the, the bias in the media, because of the uh, intelligence and, and the government bureaucracies that are actively censoring the information that the public gets and that the voter gets and going out of their way to, um, you know, eliminate the candidates that we have. But there's just got to be more fight. There's got to be more fire in the belly out of the Republican National Committee to get them across the finish line and to get that Electoral College win. I'm just not confident.
1: Well, I I mean, if you look at it, if you what you know what I really think needs to happen, honestly, I think Ron DeSantis did an amazing thing in Florida. He won by 50,000 votes the first time because it was a true purple state. And he so rebuilt that system and dominated that he was then able to win by more than 20 points in his second election, flipping that state from a, you know, a purple, unreliable state to a hardcore uh, red state. And so what I really want to see now that Ron DeSantis looks like he's not going to be the nominee, I want to see him take over the RNC. Nobody is better that I know of to rebuild this sucker. And um, what needs to happen is what he has done in Florida to go through the voter rolls and get the fake registrations Mm -hmm. off. And they're not all fake. A lot of the ones the Democrats use, they love apartment complexes because they turn over so much. Right. So they can go look at the records, see if you've moved by your postal transfer, and then they can keep voting for you, voting for you, voting for you, even though you haven't lived at that apartment for a very long time. Let me give you an ex- a, a, an example of what I'm talking about. This just happened in Florida, okay? And it, it's, it shows you the power of it. Okay they purged a million voters off the voter rolls in Florida because they have changed the law now. So if you're an old voter, you're not voting, they purge you. That gets rid of a lot of the fake Democrats or the real people who don't live there anymore and the Democrats are voting for them with, with absentee ballots. Okay, listen to this. One million voters were purged off Florida, Florida's rolls and the number of registered Democrats dropped by 10%. Wow. Wow! 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 Well, Republican registrations, they only lost 3%. Well, there you go. And all of a sudden, what? We're kicking butt in Florida. We find out Florida's really a red state. Maybe it's been red all along. See, that's what happens when you clean up those registrations. And here's the problem, Lee. I could go do this tomorrow. Anybody can. Go pull all of the apartment buildings, Mm -hmm. get all the names, then cross-reference them with the U.S. mail Address change request forms—all that's public information. Figure out who's moved, request a ballot in their name because they're registered and vote for. Them. That's why I'm telling you what they're doing. They know it in Florida. Ron DeSantis has to know what They got this through. So this is, your, look, if he can't be the nominee, then we need him as the head of the RNC. We need to go through every single one of these states, clean these rolls, and we need to sue to do it. That is how we begin to take the country back, hopefully before it's too late. So I love that they did that in Florida. Lee, we may have other true red states out there that are swing states. We don't even know they're red states because of this mess. Um, and we need to get the fake registrations off. We just need to make them go away. Well, we got a good laugh out of the spanking that Riley Gaines gave our legislature, and it was really revealing too. I tell you, at the time they're really Democrats; they just run as Republicans. Um, and and it's not conservative versus liberal. I mean, they they literally they're not Republicans; they're Democrats. So Riley Gaines was watching this bill, this really good bill that that's in the House, that was in the House, and. Here's what she wrote. She was just reeling from this because she thought this was a red state. And on paper, we are. Here's what she wrote. 63 Republicans in the South Carolina House just voted to kill an amendment that would criminalize doctors who chemically or surgically castrate children. 63, she writes in all caps. She's shocked. No, this isn't California. It's South Carolina, which has a Republican supermajority. Primary them all. Primary them all. Well, she called them out uh, she got more than a million hits, uh, li- t- uh, libs of TikTok, uh, which is actually also on Twitter. It's kind of confusing. Uh, multiple other accounts started retweeting. South Carolina starts trending and trending and trending. And now the whole nation is looking at these guys and calling them out. Like, what are you doing? You're protecting doctors who want to chop off children's private parts. I mean, like, what are you even doing? How do you call yourself a, a Republican or even a decent human being? So I promised to call out the legislators who voted for this. In every hour. And we're going to do this again. But I want to make a correction. William Chumley, I want to thank him. I want to thank him. He voted the correct way. He did the right thing. He voted with the Freedom Caucus. Uh, And so I erroneously listed Chumley earlier. I apologize to him. And I'm going to correct it in each hour. Because we want to make sure we take out the right people. Uh, William Chumley, thank you. He's from Reedville. Thank you for your vote. Really appreciate that. I want to run down the list of people who voted to protect these doctors, let me tell you what the gamut is here, okay? They want what they wanted to do was tell you during the primary that they had passed a bill to protect children. but they wanted to strip out any com- criminal penalties for doctors who do the surgery. So it's toothless. It's just it's a statement, it means nothing. If doctors know they're not going to prison that it's not going to be a felony, then they're just going to go right on chopping off the the, the you know genitals. Sterilizing with chemicals, doing all that stuff, right? So they wanted to hose you over and confuse you. And Riley Gaines didn't let them do it. And what a bunch of hypocrites to see all 63 flip. So I want to call out the names of those who voted to protect doctors who do this to children. Uh, Don Chapman, Townville. Shame on you. Don Chapman of Townville. Shame on you. Neil Collins of Easley. Shame on you. Jason Elliott of Greenville. What were you thinking, bud? Craig Gagnon of Abbeville. Shame. Shame on you. Daniel Gibson of Greenwood. What were you thinking? Greenwood? You think they're going to go for that? Davey Hyatt of Pickens. What were you thinking, Davey? Max Hyde of Spartanburg. Got called out by a girl. Brian Lawson of Chesney. Bill Sandifer of Seneca. And John West of Belton. I also want to thank those who got this right. Josiah Magnuson, thank you, sir, for standing in the breach. Thank you for your vote. John McCravey, thank you. Had him on the show earlier this week. Thomas Beach, thank you. Thank you for doing the right thing when everyone thought no one was looking. Turns out Riley Gaines was. I want to thank Representative Burns. I want to thank Representative Chumley. He did the right thing. I want to thank Representative Ashley Cromer. Thank you. Thank you for doing the right thing. I want to thank Representatives Gilliam, Haddon, Harris, Hayes, Jefferson, Nutt, O'Neill, Oremus, Ashley Trantham. Thank you. Uh, Representative Vaughn. Thank you. And Representatives White and Willis. Thank you. And again, of course, Representative Chumley of Reedville was one of them. He did the right thing. Now, if you do not want to hear your name called out and you are in the Senate, you have the chance to do the right thing without having to be embarrassed to do it. So here's what we're going to do. We're all going to start paying attention to this bill. The bill is now over in the Senate. And it says simply, we're going to do what Georgia North Carolina did. We're, n- we're not chopping the genitals off of children who can't consent. We're not, we're not doing that. We're going to criminalize doctors who do. No more of this nonsense. So text keyword CALL. To the text line 71307. Text keyword call to the text line 71307. That will send you a link and it will, you can put your address in, find out who your senator is. Um, And you can email them, you can call them, you can contact them. So we do all the work for you. Makes it super simple. The bill is help not harm, but just say the transgender bill. They're going to know the child transgender bill. They know what you're talking about. Tell them you're watching them. You don't want it tabled and you want them to vote for it. Again, text keyword call. We make activism so super easy right here Keyword call to the text line 71307. We got our eyes on you. Do not make me call you out on this show for protecting doctors or anyone else who wants to harm children. Just vote the right way. Just vote the right way. Keyword call 71307. And do not let this bill die in committee. Because you know what? I'm going to warn you guys. We are going to watch you in committee. You stall this bill. Don't think you're going to fool us. We got our eyes on you. You're not fooling us by stalling this bill and not taking it up either because I'm going to call you out too. I've done it before. Call to 71307. Keyword call to 71307. Folks, things are getting exponentially weird around these parts. We just had the World Economic Forum do a tabletop exercise along Johns Hopkins uh, in anticipation of what they call disease X. That's a little scary because the last time they did it, that exact same thing was Bill Gates Foundation, Bill Gates, Johns Hopkins. It was in 2019 and they were preparing for a coronavirus outbreak. It involved everything from lockdowns, masking and six foot social distancing. And it was just months before COVID broke out. It was like they knew. The only difference was it didn't come from a wet market in China in their exercise. It came from a wet market in South America. And incredibly, all that's still up on the internet. You look it up. They did it. Now they're telling us they have to prepare for disease X, which will kill at least 20 times more. Weird. Then we read this week that the Chinese government, has just published Chinese lab run by the Chinese government, it's just published a paper saying they're super excited because they used humanized mice to develop... A strain that has 100% kill rate, 100% kill rate that had the world freaking out. A lot of virologists saying, "Well, wow, that is a disaster because uh, it's not even clear if they did it in high security lab. They can kill the whole world." Now, remember why the Chinese government, Chinese military has this technology is because we gave it to them. Anthony Felt she should be in prison. I think he should be tried for his life, but he should be at least in prison for doing this. So should all of the officials at the Pentagon who were given the recipe to make COVID in a grant request. Uh, and while they didn't fund that one, they funded another one. Eco Health Alliance, same thing. Peter Dasik, the head of that, should also be in prison. But the Chinese have the gain-of-function technology now that we transferred to them. Anthony Fauci transferred to them. So unfortunately, they can do things like this. I think they published the paper to mock us. Even scarier, though, is that they didn't humanize mice, which is exactly what we found. Mice humanized and bred to carry COVID, all the strains, including the most deadly ones, at this weird biolab in California. Remember the biolab? And then we find out the FBI was told about it in December and they let it run till May. Weird, right? Then we learn it's being run by a Chinese national who's also an illegal immigrant. Weird, right? And then we find out from a congressional report on the whole manner, on the whole matter, that he had actually texted back and forth with his colleagues vowing to take down the American wolf. So this was malignant. This was a guy who wanted to hurt the country. <laughs> You'd think this would be a big national deal, but we couldn't even get the FBI interested in the lab until the Democrat Congress member representing that district finally gave in to the desperate pleas of the management of the city to look into this. They finally shut it down. This is terrifying to learn all of this. But we got a bizarre update to this. I'll let Fox News's William Lajeunesse tell you all about it. Our government by the way is still covering for this. This is what they're still covering this up.
3: Malaria, dengue, fever, tuberculosis, hepatitis, even those packets labeled Ebola. What was that stuff? All capable of killing you doing inside this abandoned warehouse in Central California where the EPA just spent several days packing it up, getting it ready for incineration. All taken from an unlicensed, unregulated, underground lab operated by an international fugitive previously convicted of stealing millions in U.S. intellectual property to quote... Defeat the American aggressor. Here's a picture of that man, Jesse Zhu. He used an alias to cross the border illegally from Canada, set up this lab with $2 million from accounts investigators linked to the Chinese Communist Party.
1: Yeah, so the Chinese Communist Party's pumping money into him. He's an illegal immigrant. Um, To build a case against him, the FBI and the CDC needed to come in and catalog the dangerous pathogens, which are bioweapons, which are illegal for him uh, to possess. That way we could put him in prison for the rest of his life and shake him upside down. But none of that happened. But this did This is, again, William Lajeunesse, Fox News.
3: That inspector, Jess Harper, discovered the lab by chance when she saw a garden hose popping out of a wall. Inside, a staff of Chinese nationals, hundreds of mice, blood, tissue, thousands of vials of deadly biological agents, including those labeled Ebola. Now, you'd think alarm bells would be going off in D.C. Chinese lab, U.S. soil, a threat of a bioattack. And yet, Zhu was only charged with selling fake COVID tests. And when the city manager called the CDC, they hung up on her repeatedly in mid-sentence.
1: So that is the update. No other charges. He just happened to have COVID tests that he was selling, and they were basically fake. And that's the only charge. They're going to... Update that or no, we're just going to get him on some minor charges, let him go to do it again. Now, here's where this gets interesting. This is Nicole Ziba. She's the Reedley, Reedley, California city manager. So this is a liberal city with a liberal city manager who is scared to death. She is calling out the lunatics in Washington. Ha, ha, how are we only having these relatively insignificant charges Uh, He was indicted for distributing adulterated, misbranded COVID-19 tests and lying to authorities, who then subsequently destroyed the bioweapons in the lab without cataloging them all, thus destroying the evidence and ensuring he'll get away with the worst of his crimes. Here's the outraged California city manager going, what? I refuse to accept the idea that nothing else was happening in this facility, that there is nothing else that any federal or state agency can do. This is a national problem. This is a biosecurity issue for our entire country. We can't simply say that because the building is clean, the issue has been solved. Yeah, she's right. So when you got a Democrat city manager going, wait, they're going to kill us all. I mean, here's the thing, but are there other labs? Look. We have used the Chinese as a scapegoat. We 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 pass to them the technology. The disease gets out. This is me putting it in air quotes. You could see me doing that on Rumble. And so it conveniently affects uh, the election at just the right time, right? Well, who's to say we're not going to use the Chinese again to do it again? It's an election year, and we find out this week that the Chinese have used the same kinds of mice that we found in that lab, and now this time they got something with a hundred percent kill rate. okay she's right where are the charges why did the county officials and the city officials get hung up on by the CDC why did the congress member have to drag them in why did they destroy the evidence and why is this Chinese illegal immigrant who by the way was indicted and convicted in uh, Canada and fled down here he's an illegal immigrant why on earth these charges and by the way should you have any doubt let me read to you what he texted that this was an act of war on our soil, which again, okay, the federal government under Joe Biden seems just fine with that. But then again, Hunter Biden is the world's largest bio weapons dealer, so perhaps it makes sense. Um, but here's what he said. Here's what here's what he he texted to his Chinese co conspirator. Zhu stated that his quote fraudulent companies unquote would quote defeat the American aggressor and wild ambitious wolf unquote. The FBI allowed him to operate, despite knowing all about it, from December to May. And now this, this is all we got. I'm going to hold it up so you can see on Rumble. Look look at this. This is the DOJ press release. Operator of Central California BioLab indicted for distributing adulterated misbranded COVID-19 tests and lying to authorities. That's it? Oh, yeah. Bioweapons that could kill us all. No big deal. We love that kind of thing. That's why the Pentagon funds it to the tune of $47 million into that Wuhan lab. That's why MetaBiota got over $20 million of Pentagon contracts. Again, that is the startup that Hunter Biden funded. That is why probably two members of Rosemont Seneca, Hunter's company, sat on the board of the only company to do work at the Wuhan lab. Weird, right? It's all weird. It's all very weird. And when even a Democrat city manager can figure out it's weird, something's up. And it just kind of scares me. On a week, we found out that the Chinese are going with the 100% kill rate. And the World Economic Forum and Johns Hopkins are doing tabletop exercises again for a strain of COVID or something else that will kill 20 times what the last one did. It's all very weird, but we've been to this movie before. We've seen it before, and unfortunately, we know how it ends. Okay, the World Economic Forum met this week. Nobody's safe when they do. And look, if this was just some kooky, weird group, you'd be like, okay. But you go through a list of the world's leading voices, business, I mean, you know, Jamie Dimon, people like Reed Hoffman, uh, they're all either on the board of the World Economic Forum or uh, they have spoken at the World Economic Forum or they were there this week. You're... Governor Brian Kemp was there. So I take these people very seriously because of who they are. And they let us know what their long-term goal is this week. I can whip through that quickly. It started with Ursula von, uh, von der Leyen to say that the World Economic Forum's chief goal now is the censorship of anybody telling the truth, what they call misinformation.
2: For the global business community, the top concern for the next two years is not conflict or climate. It is disinformation and misinformation, followed closely by polarization within our societies. These risks are serious. Okay, let me
1: translate. So we have to shut up people telling the truth so we can go online to you. Then they announced they want to end elections, and then they want to end farming. We'll have more on the Battleground America podcast. It's your talk radio fix for the weekend. Get the Battleground America podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all of that, download it, or you could just text keyword BATTLEGROUND to the text line 71307. Have a great weekend.